0: This is first news on News Radio 1290 WNBF Mingleton and WNBF.com.
1: Where news breaks first.
2: News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 3rd. You're listening to WNBF. Johnson City Police say more than a dozen people are expected to face charges following a protest outside the Wegmans store on Harry L. Drive. The demonstration was held in response to the killing of Tyree Nichols in Memphis and the violent arrest of a Binghamton man. According to a Johnson City Police Department news release, about 50 people participated in the protest on Wegmans' property. The release indicated Wegmans had called Village Police for help because they did not want the event to take place on their property. The police department reported protesters ignored directives by store employees to leave the site. According to the news release, officers advised participants and reporters to leave and anyone not in compliance was guilty of trespass. These are the people who were arrested, according to the Johnson City Police Department. Angela Kennedy Richardson of Binghamton, Nicole Baisley of Endicott, Courtney Hollenbeck of Maine, New York, Sarah Faber of Binghamton, John Cook of Endicott, Masai Andrews of Endicott, Chanel Boyce of Binghamton, Therese Weathers of Binghamton, Robert Wilson of Binghamton, Matthew Ryan of Binghamton, Samuel Whalen of Binghamton, Marissa Robinson of Binghamton, Kareen Visvari of Binghamton, and Grace Weiderkrantz of Binghamton. Ryan is a former mayor of Binghamton, Police said a 17-year-old boy also was arrested. His name was not released. According to the news release, more charging information will be released as the incident is sorted out. Police added no follow-up questions or interview requests will be taken at this time. We will be releasing additional information in the coming days. Several see-through noise reduction panels have been taken down along a section of Route 201 flyover in Johnson City. The noise barriers were removed by crews last week over Boland Drive. According to the State Department of Transportation, loose concrete was observed during a routine inspection of the busy link between Vestal and Johnson City. At this point, it's not clear whether the spalling of the concrete bridge siding that's occurred will lead to significant repair work. A DOT statement indicates the agency is assessing the Route 201 bridge over the Susquehanna River and was closed while the noise barriers were taken down over a period of about three days. The panels were installed in December 2005 as the flyover project was being created. A woman who lives just east of the site told WMBF News on Thursday that she hadn't noticed any significant difference since the noise barriers were removed. She said the noise from the vehicles using Route 201 doesn't seem to disrupt my sleep. It was the winter of 2010 and excitement buzzed all around Binghamton as a film crew rolled into town and rumors began to swirl that perhaps a music video was being filmed in Broome County and for a major name artist. Broome County residents didn't have to wait long for the answers they were looking for. A music video was in fact being filmed in Broome County for none other than megastar Taylor Swift and for her song Back to December. While Swift herself wasn't in town for any part of the filming, residents waited in anticipation for the music video to be released so they could look for local landmarks and perhaps catch a glimpse of someone they knew in the background. When the video was released, we spotted outdoor footage of MacArthur Park, a field on Underwood and Castleman and Vessel, Juneberry Bridge, a house on the corner of Juneberry by the bridge, a field by the park on Juneberry next to the creek, and of course the Castle House that sits on Route 26 in Vestal near Foster and Maine. Now a piece of that music video is being torn, and a new business is moving in. The Castle House, featured in Back to December, is located on Route 26 in Vestal, and a local couple says they'll be tearing it down Funky Bees plans to open a hot dog and ice cream shop at the property by late spring. However, the castle house has got to come down. According to Funky Bees, there is simply no way to save the structure. Structural engineers and inspectors both agree that the foundation is unsafe, the beams are rotting, and the building is beyond repair. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force, comprised of detectives and officers from the Broome County Sheriff's Office, Binghamton Police Department, Johnson City Police Department, and Endicott Police Department, announced two major cases overnight in the village of Endicott and in the town of Shenango, recovering tens of thousands of dollars in narcotics and illegal weapons. On Wednesday, February 1st, the task force executed a search at 127 Washington Avenue, apartment 2 in the village of Endicott, seizing a variety of evidence, including fentanyl and firearms. On thursday morning february 2nd the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on a vehicle on interstate 81 northbound at exit 7 in the town of Shenango. the task force was assisted by the broome county sheriff's office patrol units the u.s office of homeland security investigations and u.s customs and border protection air and marine operations during the stop a narcotic dog was utilized and alerted to the presence of narcotics emanating from the vehicle All arrested individuals were transported to the Central Arraignment Park Court at the Broom County Correctional Facility to await arraignment. Broom County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated, These two cases are the result of the hard work and dedication put in by our local men and women of law enforcement every day, paying off in a big way. Nearly $50,000 of fentanyl off the streets means countless overdoses prevented and lives saved. If you do the math, our team recovered roughly 570,600 fatal doses of fentanyl. A published report says federal authorities are investigating whether embattled New York Representative George Santos raised $3,000 for life-saving surgery for a disabled veteran's dog and then kept the money for himself. Politico reported that two FBI agents contacted U.S. Navy veteran Richard Ostoff on Wednesday on behalf of the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of New York. The local news site Patch reported last month that Santos set up a GoFundMe account to treat Ostoff's dog but refused to turn over the funds. A spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office said he could not comment. A message-seeking comment was left with Santos's attorney. A newly released audio recording offers a behind-the-scenes look at how former President Donald Trump's campaign team in a pivotal battleground state knew that they had been outflanked by Democrats in the 2020 presidential election. But even as they acknowledged defeat, they pivoted to allegations of widespread fraud that were ultimately debunked repeatedly by election officials and the courts. The audio from November 5th, 2020, two days after the election, is surfacing as Trump again seeks the White House while continuing to lie about the legitimacy of the outcome and Democrat Joe Biden's win. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers, patchy blowing snow afternoon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 9 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 15. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 40% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight. Mostly cloudy with a low near 2 degrees. Windchill as low as negative 20. Blustery with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20. Windchill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF. WNBF.com and 92.1 FM.
3: From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. Save in a big way at Galt Chevrolet.
4: High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, You can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games, no stripes means no stars and what kind of America would that be New York needs more high school officials go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more that's highschoolofficials.com this is news radio
3: 1290 a.m. WNBF Binghamton now on 92.1 FM w221 EJ Binghamton a town square media station
2: Good morning on this Friday, February 3rd. It's 6.13. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. And if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. Had a hard time getting into work today because of those wintry conditions out on the road. Nothing had been really plowed yet. The snow was light but thick enough to make it a little slippery on my way into work this morning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about eight degrees, some light snow out there. Windchill has it at negative nine. So a freezing cold morning here in Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers, some patchy blowing snow afternoon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near nine degrees. Windchill as low as negative 15. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 40% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 20. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20. Wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. 614, you're listening to WMBF
5: my friend Teddy almost set his house on fire he used a counterfeit you know a fake wall charger he had to go to the hospital my big sister Jenna's face turned bright red she was just showing people online how to use a new cream she still has the scars
6: my brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire he fell and got hit by a car he broke his leg Blue's chances to play basketball in college.
5: My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broken too. Now she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org goforreal brought to you by the national crime prevention council and the united states patent and trademark office
7: 145
5: over 92 180 over 111
8: i had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke your blood pressure numbers could change your life Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it, or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. Now I'm, you know, trying to get better, stronger than ever. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.
2: 6-18 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. R.J. Barrett rebounded from a late-game benching with 30 points. Isaiah Hartenstein made big plays on both ends of the floor in the final minute, and the New York Knicks beat the Miami Heat 106-104. New York pulled the victory pulled out the victory after Eric Spolster correctly challenged a call that turned a Heat foul into a Knicks turnover, but Tyler Harrow's potential winning three-point attempt bounced off the rim. Julius Randle added 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists for the Knicks, who pulled within a game of Miami for 6th place in the Eastern Conference, the final guaranteed playoff spot. Bam Adebayo finished with 32 points and 9 rebounds for the Heat. Good win for the Knicks without Jalen Brunson, a point guard, just narrowly missing out on being an All-Star this year. Ended up getting snubbed. The NBA has further adjusted the schedule of nationally televised games, with LeBron James closing in on career Abdul-Jabbar for the league's scoring record. James is on pace to break the record Tuesday at home against Oklahoma City Thunder. That game will now be shown on TNT, a change that forced a reworking of that night's entire schedule on the network. TNT was supposed to show Atlanta at New Orleans, followed by Minnesota at Denver. Instead it'll show Phoenix at Brooklyn first, followed by Thunder Lakers game. Philadelphia's Joel Embiid, Oklahoma City's Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Portland's Damian Lillard had to have known that they were going to the All-Star game. Players averaging more than 30 points per game typically don't have to worry about not hearing their name called. Other players like Miami's Bam Adebayo, Indiana's Tyrese Halliburton, and Utah's Lori Markkinen had reasons for concern. NBA coaches made them very happy and probably made a few other guys very unhappy. One of those guys including Jalen Brunson of the Knicks getting snubbed from the All-Star game. Some other basketball news, Courtney Vandersloot became the latest star to join the New York Liberty. Vandersloot had played her entire 12-year career with the Chicago Sky. She announced Thursday on social media that she would play with the Liberty this season, a day after Brianna Stewart said she'd play in New York. The move gives New York a potent lineup with Stewart Vandersloot, Sabrina Ionescu, and Betanaj Laney and Jonquil Jones, making the Liberty an instant championship contender. Some other sports news in the football world. Tom Brady's future figures to be busy. The seven-time Super Bowl winning quarterback's retirement announcement ended speculation about if and where Brady might want to play next season. Opening the door for numerous off-the-field endeavors that could occupy his time. 45-year-old future Hall of Famer who said Wednesday that he's retiring for good also has numerous commercial endorsements and an extensive business portfolio that includes the TB12 Health and Fitness Company. Whatever Brady chooses to do, one thing is certain, he has no shortage of career options after hanging up his football cleats. I don't think I would want to see Tom Brady go into one of the booths, it Just doesn't seem like someone who would really bring a lot of energy to the booth. Very soft-spoken. And Cincinnati Bengals running back Joe Mixon has been charged with a warrant in with pointing a gun at a woman and threatening her. Mixon faces a misdemeanor charge of aggravated menacing, according to the documents filed Thursday in Hamilton County Municipal Court and obtained by the Associated Press. No attorney is listed for him in court records, according to the warrant. Mixon pointed the gun at the woman and told her, You should be popped in the face, I should shoot you, the police can't get me. The incident occurred on January 21st, the day before the Bengals beat the Buffalo Bills in a divisional round playoff game. 6.22 on WMBF now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street
1: Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Tax stocks drove the Nasdaq composite to a nearly five-month high Thursday, a 3.3% gain. The S&P 500 was up 1.5% on its third day of advances. The Dow Jones slipped 39 points but was still above 34,000 at the close. Jobless claims fell for a third straight week, declining by 3,000 to their lowest level since April. Analysts say the job market remains strong, even as the Federal Reserve hikes interest rates in a bid to cool inflation. Later today, meanwhile, we'll get the full jobs report for January. Economists expect slightly slower but still strong job growth for the last month. What's unclear is the impact of corporate layoff announcements. Ford Motor Company had a disappointing end to 2022, despite strong sales of electric vehicles. Earnings before interest and taxes were $2.6 billion, missing Wall Street expectations for $3.45 billion. The company is promising more cost-cutting measures this year. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
9: As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including Ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Club's International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID 19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more.
10: First. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 625
2: on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
6: A Better Life
11: with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
6: On January 1st, sesame officially became the ninth major food allergen here in the United States. It joins milk, eggs, fish, crustacean shellfish, tree nuts, peanuts, wheat, and soybeans. Any food containing sesame is now subject to certain manufacturing and labeling requirements set by the FDA. It's a pretty big deal because sesame is in dozens and dozens of ingredients, but it wasn't always listed by name. That's according to the nonprofit Food Allergy Research and Education. If sesame was listed at all, they said it was just included as a natural spice or flavor. For the estimated one and a half million Americans who have a sesame allergy, it's gonna be a lot easier to know what foods to steer clear of. Sesame allergies, one immunologist told us, can appear as coughing, itchy throat, vomiting, diarrhea, shortness of breath, and wheezing. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. This is a
0: special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-903-9880 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-903-9880. That's 800-903-9880. What do you have to lose? Call 800-903-9880. Again, 800-903-9880. All right, crew, let's get her dug.
12: Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember?
0: No matter
13: how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban, and water and sewer lines so before you do this or this make sure you do this for digging projects big or small make the call to 811 brought to you by common ground alliance
14: 629
2: on wmbf time for a check on traffic and weather we have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. If you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 8 degrees. Some light snow out there. Windchill has it at negative 9. Today, chance of snow showers. Patchy blowing snow afternoon. Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 9 degrees. chill values as low as negative 15 with wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour. 40% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m., patchy blowing snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 20, blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20, wind chill as low as negative 17, tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19, and Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42, Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. 6.30, you're listening to WMBF. 6.32 on WMBF, now time for an ABC Entertainment update.
13: NBC Entertainment News. Three very different movies opening wide at the box office this weekend. Knock at the Cabin comes from M Night Shyamalan, a thriller about a family taken hostage and forced to make a terrible choice.
0: If you fail to choose, the world
13: will end. 80 for Brady stars Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, Sally Field and Lily Tomlin as a bunch of football-loving friends road-tripping to the Super Bowl. The
10: Super Bowl is no place for four-old women.
13: Yes. And the amazing Maurice is an animated cat tale featuring the voices of Amelia Clark, Hugh Laurie and more. Sunday, it's the Grammys. Beyonce goes into music's biggest night with nine nominations. If she wins four, she'll set the record for the most Grammy wins of all time. She's already Grammy's most awarded woman. That's Sunday night on CBS. Speaking of Beyonce, her just-announced world tour already so popular, she's adding dates. Seven more shows in North America. Verified fan registration for pre-sale tickets closes today. Follow me. And Willow star Warwick Davis is 53 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. You want... Are-
2: where news breaks first news radio 1290 wnbf good morning on this friday february 3rd you're listening to wnbf johnson city police say more than a dozen people are expected to face charges following a protest outside the Wegmans store on harry l drive The demonstration was held in response to the killing of Tyree Nichols in Memphis and the violent arrest of a Binghamton man. According to a Johnson City Police Department news release, about 50 people participated in the protest on Wegmans' property. The release indicated Wegmans had called Village Police for help because they did not want the event to take place on their property. The police department reported protesters ignored directives by store employees to leave the site. According to the news release, officers advised participants and reporters to leave and anyone not in compliance was guilty of trespass. These are the people who were arrested, according to the Johnson City Police Department. Angela Kennedy Richardson of Binghamton, Nicole Baisley of Endicott, Courtney Hollenbeck of Maine, New York, Sarah Faber of Binghamton, John Cook of Endicott, Masai Andrews of Endicott, Chanel Boyce of Binghamton, Therese Weathers of Binghamton, Robert Wilson of Binghamton, Matthew Ryan of Binghamton, Samuel Whalen of Binghamton, Marissa Robinson of Binghamton, Kareen. Visvari of Binghamton and Grace Weidercrantz of Binghamton. Ryan is a former mayor of Binghamton. Police said a 17-year-old boy also was arrested. His name was not released. According to the news release, more charging information will be released as the incident is sorted out. Police added no follow-up questions or interview requests will be taken at this time. We will be releasing additional information in the coming days. Several see-through noise reduction panels have been taken down along a section of Route 201 flyover in Johnson City. The noise barriers were removed by crews last week over Boland Drive. According to the State Department of Transportation, loose concrete was observed during a routine inspection of the busy link between Vestal and Johnson City. At this point, it's not clear whether the spalling of the concrete bridge siding that's occurred will lead to significant repair work. A DOT statement indicates the agency is assessing the Route 201 bridge over the Susquehanna River and it was closed while the noise barriers were taken down over a period of about three days. The panels were installed in December 2005 as the flyover project was being created. A woman who lives just east of the site told WMBF News on Thursday that she hadn't noticed any significant difference since the noise barriers were removed. She said the noise from the vehicles using Route 201 doesn't seem to disrupt my sleep. It was the winter of 2010 and excitement buzzed all around Binghamton as a film crew rolled into town and rumors began to swirl that perhaps a music video was being filmed in Broome County and for a major name artist. Broom County residents didn't have to wait long for the answers they were looking for. A music video was in fact being filmed in Broom County for none other than megastar Taylor Swift and for her song Back to December. While Swift herself wasn't in town for any part of the filming, residents waited in anticipation for the music video to be released so they could look for local landmarks and perhaps catch a glimpse of someone they knew in the background. When the video was released, we spotted outdoor footage of MacArthur Park, a field on Underwood and Castleman and Vessel, Juneberry Bridge, a house on the corner of Juneberry by the bridge, a field by the park on Juneberry next to the creek, and of course the castle house that sits on Route 26 in Vestal near Foster and Maine. Now a piece of that music video is being torn and a new business is moving in. The castle house, featured in Back to December, is located on Route 26 in Vestal, and a local couple says they'll be tearing it down Funky Bees plans to open a hot dog and ice cream shop at the property by late spring. However, the castle house has got to come down. According to Funky Bees, there is simply no way to save the structure. Structural engineers and inspectors both agree that the foundation is unsafe, the beams are rotting, and the building is beyond repair. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force, comprised of detectives and officers from the Broome County Sheriff's Office, Binghamton Police Department, Johnson City Police Department, and Endicott Police Department, announced two major cases overnight in the village of Endicott and in the town of Shenango, recovering tens of thousands of dollars in narcotics and illegal weapons. On Wednesday, February 1st, the task force executed a search at 127 Washington Avenue, apartment 2 in the village of Endicott, seizing a variety of evidence, including fentanyl and firearms. On Thursday morning, February 2nd, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on a vehicle on Interstate 81 northbound at exit 7 in the town of Shenango. The task force was assisted by the Broome County Sheriff's Office patrol units, the U.S. Office of Homeland Security Investigations, and U.S. Customs and Border Protection Air and Marine operations. During the stop, a narcotic dog was utilized and alerted to the presence of narcotics emanating from the vehicle. All arrested individuals were transported to the Central Arraignment Park Court at the Broom County Correctional Facility to await arraignment. Broom County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated, These two cases are the result of the hard work and dedication put in by our local men and women of law enforcement every day, paying off in a big way. Nearly $50,000 of fentanyl off the streets means countless overdoses prevented and lives saved. If you do the math, our team recovered roughly 570,600 fatal doses of fentanyl. A published report says federal authorities are investigating whether embattled New York Representative George Santos raised $3,000 for life-saving surgery for a disabled veteran's dog and then kept the money for himself. Politico reported that two FBI agents contacted U.S. Navy veteran Richard Ostoff on Wednesday on behalf of the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of New York. The local news site Patch reported last month that Santos set up a GoFundMe account to treat Ostoff's dog but refused to turn over the funds. A spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office said he could not comment. A message-seeking comment was left with Santos's attorney. A newly released audio recording offers a behind-the-scenes look at how former President Donald Trump's campaign team in a pivotal battleground state knew that they had been outflanked by Democrats in the 2020 presidential election, but even as they acknowledged defeat, they pivoted to allegations of widespread far- fraud that were ultimately debunked repeatedly by election officials and the courts. The audio from November 5th, 2020, two days after the election, is surfacing as Trump again seeks the White House while continuing to lie about the legitimacy of the outcome and Democrat Joe Biden's win. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers, patchy blowing snow afternoon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 9 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 15, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 40% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight. Mostly cloudy with a low near 2 degrees. Windchill as low as negative 20. Blustery with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20. Windchill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF wmbf.com and 92.1 FM
8: do you worry about how much someone drinks
5: do you feel angry or depressed most of the time do you feel neglected or unloved
8: do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive
5: do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home?
8: Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking?
5: If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone.
8: More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism.
13: Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic.
8: Families and friends are suffering too. Alanon, Alanon, and, Alanon and Alateen can, can help. help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit al slash help. News Radio 1290 WMBF.
10: 643
2: on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Some things coming up in the Binghamton area. This weekend, Binghamton Pond Festival wrapping up at Shenango Valley State Park. The schedule changed a little bit because of the winter weather in the forecast for Saturday, especially. Uh, wind chill was as low as negative 20. But this weekend, there's going to be the adult outdoor four versus four tournament, some hockey action, some more hockey trivia on Saturday. And the trail and snowshoe races will stay on Saturday at 3 o'clock. It's going to be mighty cold for those. And then the fireworks show was moved to Sunday at 6 p.m. Because it just—how much fun would it really be to watch a fireworks show with as negative 20? Not as much fun. It's going to be a little warmer on Sunday. With the high near 42, a low near 32. It's that right there—that's decent weather for a fireworks show, especially in the winter. We also have Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. It's Saturday, March 25th. It's going to be here a lot sooner than you think it is. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. So you want to get your tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop and offer under $170, making the game of golf more affordable. And a perfect way in this month of February, cold month in Binghamton. You want to start thinking about the warm weather? Want to start thinking about the summer? Get the golf card. You can start planning your summer golf trips. 645, you're listening to WMBF. I News Radio 1290,
10: WMBF.
14: 648
2: on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. If you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. It's tough for me to get to work today. Still had some light snow on the ground. No plows, no salt, really. That's one of the drawbacks to leaving for work at 4 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes the roads aren't ready for me. Still getting worked on. There wasn't really enough snow to plow it out yet. So it was a little bit of a slippery morning for me on my morning commute. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about eight degrees. Some light snow outside. Windchill has it at negative nine, freezing cold morning in Binghamton. Today, snow showers likely, mainly before 10 a.m. Patchy blowing snow afternoon. Mostly cloudy and cold, with temperatures falling to around five degrees by 5 p.m. Windchill as low as negative 15, and wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour. A 60% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight. Mostly cloudy with a low near negative two degrees. Windchill as low as negative 20. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20. Windchill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. 649, you're listening to WMBF. It's. 6.52 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando.
11: First Sims game was released 23 years ago. A harmless and fun game for kids 12 and older. Fun and harmless, that is, until now. Welcome to Woke Sims. Here's what parents need to know. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash kim. Maxis, the makers of Sims 4, calls it the ultimate life simulation game. But parents need to know the game's latest version introduces non-binary players. That is, they-them pronouns and Sims with top scars that come as the result of breast removal surgery. Of course, 12-year-old girls don't have a medical need for breast removal, so clearly the game is promoting transgender surgeries. And yes, I know transgender is a hot-button issue. But I also believe most parents may not be aware of this change in the game, And they need to be fully aware of what their kids will be exposed to when they're allowed to play the game sims 4 so now you know for more tech news that matters get my longer daily podcast it's called kim commando today using the internet without expressvpn is like leaving your laptop on the coffee shop table while you run to the bathroom most of the time you're probably fine but what if one day you come out of the bathroom and your laptop's gone that's why i use expressvpn and you should too Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, a hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. It just takes a little technical knowledge and some cheap hardware. A smart 12 year old could do it. Express VPN creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet. So your online activity can't be seen by anyone. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi is protected. All you have to do is just fire up the Express VPN app and click one button. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Kim. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash Kim to get three extra months free. That's EXPRESSVPN.com slash Kim.
2: on WMBF. Time for a sports update. R.J. Barrett rebounded from a late-game benching with 30 points. Isaiah Hartenstein made big plays on both ends of the floor in the final minute. And the New York Knicks beat the Miami Heat 106-104. New York pulled out the victory after Eric Spolstra correctly challenged a call that turned a Heat foul into a Knicks turnover. But Tyler Harrow's potential three-point attempt bounced off the rim. Julius Randle added 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists for the Knicks, who pulled within a game of Miami for 6th place in the Eastern Conference, the final guaranteed playoff spot. Bam Adebayo finished with 32 points and 9 rebounds for the Heat, a great win for the Knicks without Jalen Brunson, and Brunson ruled out with a illness that was a non-COVID illness. The NBA has further adjusted the schedule of nationally televised games, with LeBron James closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the league's scoring record. James is on pace to break the record Tuesday at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder. That game will now be shown on TNT, a change that forced a reworking of the entire night's schedule on the network. TNT was supposed to show Atlanta at New Orleans, followed by Minnesota at Denver. Instead, it'll show Phoenix at Brooklyn first, followed by the Thunder Lakers game. A good chance. Now you know where to watch potential history if you're a fan of LeBron James or a fan of basketball as a whole. Interested in seeing James break the scoring record? Philadelphia's Joel Embiid, Oklahoma City's Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Portland's Damian Lillard had to have known they were going to the All-Star Game. Players averaging more than 30 points per game typically don't have to worry about not hearing their name called. Other players like Miami's Bam Adebayo, Indiana's Tyrese Halliburton, and Utah's Laurie Markkinen had reasons for concern. NBA coaches made them very happy and probably made a few other guys very unhappy. One of, the guys, one of those guys, Jalen Brunson of the Knicks. Not named an all-star feels like a snub to me, but maybe it's just my Knicks-colored glasses on. Courtney Vandersloot became the latest star to join the New York Liberty. Vandersloot has played her entire 12-year career with the Chicago Sky. She announced Thursday on social media that she would play with the Liberty this season, a day after Brianna Stewart said she'd play in New York. The moves give New York a potent lineup with Stuart Vandersloot, Sabrina Ionescu, Betanaj Laney, and John Quell Jones, making the Liberty an instant championship contender. It was exciting for the New York WNBA team, the New York Liberty. Maybe a parade in Manhattan's future. Some other sports news. Joe Mixon, Cincinnati Bengals running back, has been charged in a warrant with po- pointing a gun at a woman and threatening her. Mixon faces a misdemeanor charge of aggravated menacing according to the documents filed Thursday in Hamilton County Municipal Court and obtained by the Associated Press. The incident occurred on January 21st, the day before the Bengals beat the Buffalo Bills in a divisional round playoff game. 659, you're listening to WMBF.
3: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station.
14: News Radio 1290,
2: WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. ABC News, coming up next.
1: Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF.
2: Good morning on this Friday, February 3rd. You're listening to WNBF. Johnson City Police say more than a dozen people are expected to face charges following a protest outside the Wegmans' store on Harriel Drive. The demonstration was held in response to the killing of Tyree Nichols in Memphis and the violent arrest of a Binghamton man. According to a Johnson City Police Department news release, about 50 people participated in the protest on Wegmans' property. The release indicated Wegmans had called Village Police for help because they did not want the event to take place on their property. The Police Department reported protesters ignored directives by store employees to leave the site. According to the news release, officers advised participants and reporters to leave and anyone not in compliance was guilty of trespass. These are the people who were arrested, according to the Johnson City Police Department. Angela Kennedy Richardson of Binghamton, Nicole Baisley of Endicott, Courtney Hollenbeck of Maine, New York, Sarah Faber of Binghamton, John Cook of Endicott, Masai Andrews of Endicott, Chanel Boyce of Binghamton, Therese Weathers of Binghamton, Robert Wilson of Binghamton, Matthew Ryan of Binghamton, Samuel Whalen of Binghamton, Marissa Robinson of Binghamton, Kareen. Vizvari of Binghamton and Grace Weidercrantz of Binghamton. Ryan is a former mayor of Binghamton. Police said a 17-year-old boy also was arrested. His name was not released. According to the news release, more charging information will be released as the incident is sorted out. Police added no follow-up questions or interview requests will be taken at this time. We will be releasing additional information in the coming days. Several see-through noise reduction panels have been taken down along a section of Route 201 flyover in Johnson City. The noise barriers were removed by crews last week over Boland Drive. According to the State Department of Transportation, loose concrete was observed during a routine inspection of the busy link between Vestal and Johnson City. At this point, it's not clear whether the spalling of the concrete bridge siding that's occurred will lead to significant repair work. A DOT statement indicates the agency is assessing the Route 201 bridge over the Susquehanna River and it was closed while the noise barriers were taken down over a period of about three days. The panels were installed in December 2005 as the flyover project was being created. A woman who lives just east of the site told WMBF News on Thursday that she hadn't noticed any significant difference since the noise barriers were removed. She said the noise from the vehicles using Route 201 doesn't seem to disrupt my sleep. It was the winter of 2010 and excitement buzzed all around Binghamton as a film crew rolled into town and rumors began to swirl that perhaps a music video was being filmed in Broome County and for a major name artist. Broome County residents didn't have to wait long for the answers they were looking for. A music video was in fact being filmed in Broome County for none other than megastar Taylor Swift and for her song Back to December. While Swift herself wasn't in town for any part of the filming, residents waited in anticipation for the music video to be released so they could look for local landmarks and perhaps catch a glimpse of someone they knew in the background. When the video was released we spotted outdoor footage of MacArthur Park, a field on Underwood and Castleman in Vessel, Juneberry Bridge, a house on the corner of Juneberry by the bridge, a field by the park on Juneberry next to the creek, and of course the castle house that sits on Route 26 in Vestal near Foster and Main. Now a piece of that music video is being torn and a new business is moving in. The castle house featured in Back to December is located on Route 26 in Vestal and a local couple says they'll be tearing it down Funky Bees plans to open a hot dog and ice cream shop at the property by late spring. However, the castle house has got to come down. According to Funky Bees, there is simply no way to save the structure. Structural engineers and inspectors both agree that the foundation is unsafe, the beams are rotting, and the building is beyond repair. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force, comprised of detectives and officers from the Broome County Sheriff's Office, Binghamton Police Department, Johnson City Police Department, and Endicott Police Department, announced two major cases overnight in the village of Endicott and in the town of Shenango, recovering tens of thousands of dollars in narcotics and illegal weapons. On Wednesday, February 1st, the task force executed a search at 127 Washington Avenue, apartment 2 in the village of Endicott, seizing a variety of evidence, including fentanyl and firearms. On thursday morning february 2nd the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on a vehicle on interstate 81 northbound at exit 7 in the town of shenango the task force was assisted by the broome county sheriff's office patrol units the u.s office of homeland security investigations and u.s customs and border protection air and marine operations during the stop a narcotic dog was utilized and alerted to the presence of narcotics emanating from the vehicle All arrested individuals were transported to the Central Arraignment Park Court at the Broom County Correctional Facility to await arraignment. Broom County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated, These two cases are the result of the hard work and dedication put in by our local men and women of law enforcement every day, paying off in a big way. Nearly $50,000 of fentanyl off the streets means countless overdoses prevented and lives saved. If you do the math, our team recovered roughly 570,600 fatal doses of fentanyl. A published report says federal authorities are investigating whether embattled New York Representative George Santos raised $3,000 for life-saving surgery for a disabled veteran's dog and then kept the money for himself politico reported that two fbi agents contacted u.s navy veteran richard ostoff on wednesday on behalf of the u.s attorney's office in the eastern district of new york the local news site patch reported last month that santos set up a gofundme account to treat ostoff's dog but refused to turn over the funds a spokesperson for the u.s attorney's office said he could not comment a message seeking comment was left with santos's attorney A newly released audio recording offers a behind-the-scenes look at how former President Donald Trump's campaign team in a pivotal battleground state knew that they had been outflanked by Democrats in the 2020 presidential election. But even as they acknowledged defeat, they pivoted to allegations of widespread fraud that were ultimately debunked repeatedly by election officials and the courts. The audio from November 5th, 2020, two days after the election, is surfacing as Trump again seeks the White House while continuing to lie about the legitimacy of the outcome and Democrat Joe Biden's win. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers, patchy blowing snow afternoon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 9 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 15, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 40% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low near 2 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 20. Blustery with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20, wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42, Sunday night cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF. WMBF.com and 92.1 FM.
3: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station.
5: Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit FDA.gov slash A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I'm Martin.
3: Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the US Department of Health and Human Services, Food and Drug Administration. 7.13
2: on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. And if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. Rough morning to be out on the roads today, especially at four o'clock in the morning. Wasn't a lot of plowing and salting going on. A little bit of a slippery commute in for me today. So hopefully some of those issues are straightened out a little bit. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 7 degrees, some light snow out there. Windchill has it at negative 10. A windchill warning in effect until midway through Saturday. Today snow showers likely mainly before 10 a.m. Patchy blowing snow afternoon, Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees. chill as low as negative 15. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight. Mostly cloudy with a low near negative two degrees. Windchill as low as negative 20. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20. Wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. 7:14. You're listening to WMBF.
5: Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them, just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful, pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches or syrups in drawers, purses and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov/drugdisposal.
7: WNBF 718
2: on WMBF. Time for a sports update. RJ Barrett rebounded from a late-game benching with 30 points, Isaiah Hartenstein made big plays on both ends of the floor in the final minute, and the New York Knicks beat the Miami Heat 106-104. New York pulled out the victory after Eric Spolstra correctly challenged a call that turned a Heat foul into a Knicks turnover, but Tyler Harrow's potential winning three-point attempt bounced off the rim. Julius Randle added 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists for the Knicks who pulled within a game of Miami for 6th place in the Eastern Conference, the final guaranteed playoff spot. Bam Adebayo finished with 32 points and 9 rebounds for the Heat. The NBA has further adjusted the schedule of nationally televised games, with LeBron James closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the league's scoring record. James is on pace to break the record Tuesday at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder. That game will now be shown on TNT. A change that forced a reworking of the night's entire schedule for the network. TNT was supposed to show Atlanta at New Orleans, followed by Minnesota at Denver. Instead, it'll show Phoenix at Brooklyn first, followed by the Thunder Lakers game. Philadelphia's Joel Embiid, Oklahoma City's Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Portland's Damian Lillard had to have known they were going to be in the All-Star game. Players averaging more than 30 points per game typically don't have to worry about not hearing their name called. Other players like Miami's Bam Adebayo, Indiana's Tyrese Halliburton, and Utah's Laurie Markkinen had reasons for concern. NBA coaches made them very happy and probably made a few other guys very unhappy. Jalen Brunson among those people who are unhappy with getting snubbed from the All-Star game. Courtney Vandersloot became the latest star to join the New York Liberty. Vandersloot had played her entire 12-year career with the Chicago Sky. She announced Thursday on social media that she would play with the Liberty this season, a day after Brianna Stewart said she'd play in New York. The moves give New York a potent lineup with Stewart, Vandersloot, Sabrina Ionescu, Betnijah Laney, and Quell Jones, making the Liberty an instant championship contender. Some other sports news in the football world. Tom Brady's future figures to be busy. The seven-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback's retirement announcement ended speculation about if and where Brady might want to play next season opening the door for numerous off-the-field endeavors that could occupy his time. The 45-year-old future Hall of Famer, who said Wednesday that he's retiring for good, also already has numerous commercial endorsements and an extensive business portfolio that includes the TB12 Health & Fitness Company. Whatever Brady chooses to do, one thing is certain, he has no shortage of career options after hanging up his football cleats. Tom Brady, one of those rare instances, I really want nothing to do with Tom Brady in an announcing booth. Works pretty well with Peyton Manning on the Manning cast for ESPN. Peyton and Eli Manning. That's at least very funny. As Tony Romo has his moments calling games as well. But I don't know. Tom Brady doesn't seem to have that personality to me where I feel like he'd be a good broadcaster. I don't think so. Other football news, Cincinnati Bengals running back Joe Mixon has been charged in a warrant with pointing a gun at a woman and threatening her. Mixon faces a misdemeanor charge of aggravated menacing, according to documents filed Thursday in Hamilton County Municipal Court and obtained by the Associated Press. No attorney is listed for him in court records. According to the warrant, Mixon pointed the gun at the woman and told her, you should be popped in the face, I should shoot you, the police can't get me. The incident occurred on January 21st. The day before the Bengals beat the Buffalo Bills in a divisional round playoff game. 7.21 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now.
1: From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Tech stocks drove the Nasdaq composite to a nearly five-month high Thursday, a 3.3% gain. The S&P 500 was up 1.5% on its third day of advances. The Dow Jones slipped 39 points but was still above 34,000 at the close. Jobless claims fell for a third straight week, declining by 3,000 to their lowest level since April. Analysts say the job market remains strong, even as the Federal Reserve hikes interest rates in a bid to cool inflation. Later today, meanwhile, we'll get the full jobs report for January. Economists expect slightly slower but still strong job growth for the last month. What's unclear is the impact of corporate layoff announcements. Ford Motor Company had a disappointing end to 2022, despite strong sales of electric vehicles. Earnings before interest and taxes were $2.6 billion, missing Wall Street expectations for $3.45 billion. The company is promising more cost-cutting measures this year. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
0: If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary Rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition, and Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, Pulmonary Rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for Pulmonary Rehab today.
2: 725 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights.
15: Now your Political Insights from ABC News. House lawmakers stripping Minnesota Democrat Elon Omar of her seat on the Foreign Affairs Committee over anti-Semitic comments made in 2019. Omar saying she was targeted. On Wednesday, House Speaker McCarthy said he was optimistic that they could make a deal to raise the debt ceiling. And now? We will not pass a clean debt ceiling here without some form of spending reform. But White House spokesperson Corinne John-Pierre says they haven't seen what Republicans want to do.
5: Until we see that, it's hard to talk about timeline. It's hard to talk about specifics.
15: Still at step one with a government default possible by summer. President Biden hosting members of the Congressional Black Caucus at the White House to talk police reform after the death of Tyree Nichols in Memphis.
4: Yesterday, it may have been Tyree Nichols, but sadly, these incidents could happen to anyone.
15: Caucus chair, Congressman Steve Horsford of Nevada. Andy
1: Field, ABC News. Hi, folks. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in. And let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that pinata into your
16: neighbor's yard.
1: Let it go.
16: You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of
3: Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. It can be
2: 7.28 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. If you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. Let everybody else know. It was rough sledding to get into work for me today. 4 o'clock in the morning. Not a lot of plowing going on. Not a lot of salting going on. Ahead of the usual morning commutes. A little bit of a slippery road on my way in. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 7 degrees, some light snow outside. Windchill has it at negative 10, so a freezing cold morning here in Binghamton. Today snow showers likely mainly before 10 a.m. Patchy blowing snow afternoon. Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees. Windchill as low as negative 15. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tonight chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight. Mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 20. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, chance of snow 30%. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20, wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19 degrees. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42, Sunday night cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. 7.29, you're listening to WMBF.
11: You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. But Take 2. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose. To fight for the amazing life you made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, No, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. I'm Martin.
2: on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update.
3: Entertainment
13: news. Three very different movies opening wide at the box office this weekend. Knock at the cabin comes from M. Night Shyamalan, a thriller about a family taken hostage and forced to make a terrible choice.
0: If you fail to choose, the world will
13: end. 80 for Brady stars Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, Sally Field, and Lily Tomlin as a bunch of football-loving friends road tripping to the Super Bowl. The
10: Super Bowl is no place for four old women.
13: Yes. And the amazing Maurice is an animated cat tale featuring the voices of Amelia Clark, Hugh Laurie, and more sunday it's the grammys beyonce goes into music's biggest night with nine nominations if she wins four she'll set the record for the most grammy wins of all time she's already grammy's most awarded woman that's sunday night on cbs speaking of beyonce her just announced world tour already so popular she's adding dates seven more shows in north america verified fan registration for pre-sale tickets closes today follow me and willow star warwick davis is 53 today jason nathanson abc news
3: hollywood
1: Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF.
2: Good morning on this Friday, February 3rd. You're listening to WNBF. Johnson City Police say more than a dozen people are expected to face charges following a protest outside the Wegmans store on Harry L. Drive. The demonstration was held in response to the killing of Tyree Nichols in Memphis and the violent arrest of a Binghamton man. According to a Johnson City Police Department news release, about 50 people participated in the protest on Wegmans' property. The release indicated Wegmans had called village police for help because they did not want the event to take place on their property. The police department reported protesters ignored directives by store employees to leave the site. According to the news release, officers advised participants and reporters to leave and anyone not in compliance was guilty of trespass. These are the people who were arrested, according to the Johnson City Police Department. Angela Kennedy Richardson of Binghamton, Nicole Baisley of Endicott, Courtney Hollenbeck of Maine, New York, Sarah Faber of Binghamton, John Cook of Endicott, Masai Andrews of Endicott, Chanel Boyce of Binghamton, Therese Weathers of Binghamton, Robert Wilson of Binghamton, Matthew Ryan of Binghamton, Samuel Whalen of Binghamton, Marissa Robinson of Binghamton, Kareen Visvari of Binghamton, and Grace Weiderkrantz of Binghamton. Ryan is a former mayor of Binghamton. Police said a 17-year-old boy also was arrested. His name was not released. According to the news release, more charging information will be released as the incident is sorted out. Police added no follow-up questions or interview requests will be taken at this time. We will be releasing additional information in the coming days. Several see-through noise reduction panels have been taken down along a section of Route 201 flyover in Johnson City. The noise barriers were removed by crews last week over Boland Drive. According to the State Department of Transportation, loose concrete was observed during a routine inspection of the busy link between Vestal and Johnson City. At this point, it's not clear whether the spalling of the concrete bridge siding that's occurred will lead to significant repair work. A DOT statement indicates the agency is assessing the Route 201 bridge over the Susquehanna River and it was closed while the noise barriers were taken down over a period of about three days. The panels were installed in December 2005 as the flyover project was being created. A woman who lives just east of the site told WMBF News on Thursday that she hadn't noticed any significant difference since the noise barriers were removed. She said the noise from the vehicles using Route 201 doesn't seem to disrupt my sleep. It was the winter of 2010 and excitement buzzed all around Binghamton as a film crew rolled into town and rumors began to swirl that perhaps a music video was being filmed in Broome County and for a major name artist. Broome County residents didn't have to wait long for the answers they were looking for. A music video was in fact being filmed in Broome County for none other than megastar Taylor Swift and for her song Back to December. While Swift herself wasn't in town for any part of the filming, residents waited in anticipation for the music video to be released so they could look for local landmarks and perhaps catch a glimpse of someone they knew in the background. When the video was released, we spotted outdoor footage of MacArthur Park, a field on Underwood and Castleman and Vessel, Juneberry Bridge, a house on the corner of Juneberry by the bridge, a field by the park on Juneberry next to the creek, and of course the Castle House that sits on Route 26 in Vestal near Foster and Maine. Now a piece of that music video is being torn and a new business is moving in. The Castle House, featured in Back to December, is located on Route 26 in Vestal and a local couple says they'll be tearing it down. Funky Bees plans to open a hot dog and ice cream shop at the property by late spring. However, the castle house has got to come down. According to Funky Bees, there is simply no way to save the structure. Structural engineers and inspectors both agree that the foundation is unsafe, the beams are rotting, and the building is beyond repair. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force, comprised of detectives and officers from the Broome County Sheriff's Office, Binghamton Police Department, Johnson City Police Department, and Endicott Police Department, announced two major cases overnight in the village of Endicott and in the town of Shenango, recovering tens of thousands of dollars in narcotics and illegal weapons. On Wednesday, February 1st, the task force executed a search at 127 Washington Avenue, apartment two in the village of Endicott, seizing a variety of evidence, including fentanyl and firearms. On Thursday morning, February 2nd, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on a vehicle on Interstate 81 northbound at exit 7 in the town of Shenango. The task force was assisted by the Broome County Sheriff's Office patrol units, the U.S. Office of Homeland Security Investigations, and U.S. Customs and Border Protection Air and Marine Operations. During the stop, a narcotic dog was utilized and alerted to the presence of narcotics emanating from the vehicle. All arrested individuals were transported to the Central Arraignment Park Court at the Broom County Correctional Facility to await arraignment. Broom County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated, These two cases are the result of the hard work and dedication put in by our local men and women of law enforcement every day, paying off in a big way. Nearly $50,000 of fentanyl off the streets means countless overdoses prevented and lives saved. If you do the math, our team recovered roughly 570,600 fatal doses of fentanyl. A published report says federal authorities are investigating whether embattled New York Representative George Santos raised $3,000 for life-saving surgery for a disabled veteran's dog and then kept the money for himself. Politico reported that two FBI agents contacted U.S. Navy veteran Richard Ostoff on Wednesday on behalf of the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of New York. The local news site Patch reported last month that Santos set up a GoFundMe account to treat Ostoff's dog but refused to turn over the funds. A spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office said he could not comment. A message-seeking comment was left with Santos' attorney. A newly released audio recording offers a behind-the-scenes look at how former President Donald Trump's campaign team in a pivotal battleground state knew that they had been outflanked by Democrats in the 2020 presidential election, but even as they acknowledged defeat, they pivoted to allegations of widespread fraud that were ultimately debunked repeatedly by election officials and the courts. The audio from November 5th, 2020, two days after the election, is surfacing as Trump again seeks the White House while continuing to lie about the legitimacy of the outcome and Democrat Joe Biden's win. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers, patchy blowing snow afternoon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 9 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 15, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 40% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low near 2 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 20. Blustery with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20, wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42, Sunday night cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF. WMBF.com and 92.1 FM.
17: It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. Uh-oh. And there's the photo
6: booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese.
17: Followed naturally by an order of wings and another.
6: Can we get some extra ranch sauce?
17: then there's the ceremonial nightcap
11: so what are we doing this weekend
17: and lastly it's back to the car which if you're buzzed could be the most expensive night of your life getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines legal fees and increased insurance rates Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
10: First. News Radio 1290,
7: WMBF. 742
2: on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly interesting story today china says it's looking into reports that a chinese spy balloon has been flying in u.s airspace over sensitive sites the discovery further strains already tense relations between beijing and washington foreign ministry spokesperson mao ning said friday that china had no intention of violating the territory and airspace of any sovereign country and urged calm while the facts are established The reports come as U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was expected to make his first trip to Beijing this weekend. The visit has not been formally announced, and it was not immediately clear if the balloon's discovery would impact his travel plans. Mao said she had no information on it. Certainly interesting. An interesting strategy, at least, to use a spy balloon to just hover over America, over sensitive sites. If that's the case. I don't know if that's the case and do more looking into this issue. But objectively speaking, if you're using a balloon to fly over sensitive sites in a foreign country, there's probably a good chance that you're going to get caught. It's a balloon, and it's not very maneuverable. It's not mobile, it just kind of floats there. I'm sure it's more mobile than a regular balloon, like a little party balloon that accidentally floats up too high in the sky. And then occasionally, sometimes it'll fall into your backyard, even though you didn't throw a party. Happened to me a couple times as a kid. But a balloon for spying. Well, it's just not an efficient mode of transportation. It's also, if you missed it in the newscast, a newly released audio recording offers a behind the scenes look at how former President Donald Trump's campaign team in a pivotal battleground state knew they had been outflanked by Democrats in the 2020 presidential election, but even as they acknowledged defeat, they pivoted to allegations of widespread fraud that were ultimately debunked repeatedly by elections officials and the courts. The audio from November 5th, 2020, two days after the election, is surfacing as Trump again seeks the White House while continuing to lie about the legitimacy of the outcome and Democrat Joe Biden's win. I don't know how we're still talking about this election fraud in 2020. Well, it's been debunked up and down. In fact, every case of election fraud that I've seen since then, and obviously I haven't looked at every single case, but everyone that I've seen since then has been somebody voting for Trump. People using dead relatives or or people they know aren't gonna vote, using them to vote for Trump. That's been all the cases that I've seen since 2020 when there actually was fraud. But again, no widespread fraud, debunked repeatedly. In the courts too, some by Trump appointed judges I don't know how we're still talking about this. And how Donald Trump is running for the White House again. I guess anything can happen in America. 7.45, you're listening to WMBF. When I first...
14: 7.48
2: on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. If you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. Slick roads this morning on my way in. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 7 degrees, some light snow out there. Windchill has it at negative 10, so a freezing cold morning here in Binghamton. Even a wind chill warning in effect until tomorrow. Today snow showers likely mainly before 10 a.m. Patchy blowing snow after noon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 15, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, chance of snow 60%. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 20. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20. Wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. It's 7.50. You're listening to WMBF. It's ca- 752 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News, Tech Trends Ultra takes on Pro. We're bringing the power of Ultra to our PCs. Samsung has Apple's MacBook Pro in its sights with the new Galaxy Book 3 Ultra. PC World's Mark Hockman says it's bigger and heavier than what we've come to expect from Samsung laptops. Samsung's Galaxy Book lineup has always been about thin and light and the
0: Galaxy Book 3 Ultra is sort of the contradiction of that.
2: But that extra heft brings high performance internal including Intel's 13th-generation processors and NVIDIA's GeForce 4-series graphics cards. That's going to be sort of synonymous with both content creation and some light gameplay, and it's a first for Samsung. you also get an OLED display. Something that's a little bit less than 4K. In fact, Samsung characterizes this as a 3K display, but again, you're going to see a nice resolution increase there. The Ultra starts just under $2,400, 100 bucks cheaper than the 16-inch MacBook Pro. With tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky ABC News.
15: With great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house sick day starting the holidays early just
5: because starting in the sixth grade students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school how many days of school has your child missed this year absences add up keep track at boostattendance.org today brought to you by the u.s army and the Ed council 7.55
2: on WMBF, time for a sports update. R.J. Barrett rebounded from late-game benching with 30 points. Isaiah Hartenstein made big plays on both ends of the floor in the final minute. And the New York Knicks beat the Miami Heat 106-104. New York pulled out the victory after Eric Spolstra correctly challenged a call that turned a Heat foul into a Knicks turnover. But Tyler Harrow's potential winning three-point attempt bounced off the rim. Julius Randle added 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists for the Knicks, who pulled within a game of Miami for 6th place in the Eastern Conference, the final guaranteed playoff spot. Bam Adebayo finished with 32 points and 9 rebounds for the Heat. A good win for the Knicks, they did it without Jalen Brunson, the point guard. The NBA has further adjusted the schedule of nationally televised games with LeBron James, closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the league's scoring record. James is on pace to break the record Tuesday at home against Oklahoma City. The game will now be shown on TNT. A change that forced a reworking of the night's entire schedule on the network. TNT was supposed to show Atlanta at New Orleans, followed by Minnesota at Denver. Instead, it'll show Phoenix at Brooklyn first, followed by the Thunder Lakers game. Philadelphia's Joel Embiid, Oklahoma City's Shea Gilgis Alexander, and Portland's Damian Lillard had to have known they were going to be the All-Star games. Players of averaging more than 30 points per game typically don't have to worry about not hearing their name called. Other players like Miami's Bam Adebayo, Indiana's Tyrese Halliburton, and Utah's Laurie Markkinen had reasons for concern. NBA coaches made them very happy and probably made a few other guys very unhappy. A few other guys like Jalen Brunson, like he was having a pretty good season, may have deserved a spot on the All-Star roster. Courtney Vandersloot became the latest star to join the New York Liberty. Vandersloot had played her entire 12-year career with the Chicago Sky. She announced Thursday on social media that she would play with the Liberty this season, a day after Brianna Stewart said she'd play in New York. The move gives New York a potent lineup, with Stewart, Vandersloot, Sabrina Ionescu, Betnijah Laney, and Quell Jones making Liberty an instant championship contender. Potentially bringing a trophy to New York, had a pretty good chance the Las Vegas Aces of the WNBA. Also putting together a pretty good free agency. So who knows, maybe that's the finals matchup right there Las Vegas and New York. Like to see a championship parade in Manhattan. Haven't seen one since the US women's soccer team. Uh, I don't remember if it was the World Cup or the Olympics. But at the time I was working in downtown Manhattan and got to see the parade go by, it was cool. It's the first time I learned that ticker tape is really just ra- just ripped up pieces of paper thrown out of office windows that's where i learned that some football news cincinnati bengals running back joe mixon has been charged in a warrant with pointing a gun at a woman and threatening her mixon faces misdemeanor charges of aggravated menacing according to documents filed thursday in hamilton county municipal court and obtained by the associated press no attorney is listed for him in court records According to the warrant, Mixon pointed the gun at the woman and told her, You should be popped in the face. I should shoot you. The police can't get me. The incident occurred on January 21st, the day before the Bengals beat the Buffalo Bills in a divisional round playoff game. 7.59. You're listening to WMBF.
3: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio
14: 1290,
2: WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Got one more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. That's your chance to call in, contribute to the program, ask about some things going on in the Binghamton area. ABC News up next.
1: Where news breaks first. News Radio
2: 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 3rd. You're listening to WNBF. Johnson City police say more than a dozen people are expected to face charges following a protest outside the Wegman's store on Harry L Drive. The demonstration was held in response to the killing of Tyree Nichols in Memphis and the violent arrest of a Binghamton man, according to a Johnson City Police Department news release. About 50 people participated in the protest on Wegman's property. The release indicated Wegman's had called Village Police for help because they did not want the event to take place on their property. The police department reported protesters ignored directives by store employees to leave the site. According to the news release, officers advised participants and reporters to leave and anyone not in compliance was guilty of trespass. These are the people who were arrested, according to the Johnson City Police Department. Angela Kennedy Richardson of Binghamton, Nicole Baisley of Endicott, Courtney Hollenbeck of Maine, New York, Sarah Faber of Binghamton, John Cook of Endicott, Masai Andrews of Endicott, Chanel Boyce of Binghamton, Therese Weathers of Binghamton, Robert Wilson of Binghamton, Matthew Ryan of Binghamton, Samuel Whalen of Binghamton, Marissa Robinson of Binghamton, Kareen this of Binghamton and Grace wider of Binghamton Ryan is a former mayor of Binghamton police said a 17 year old boy also was arrested his name was not released according to the news release more charging information will be released as the incident is sorted out police added no follow-up questions or interview requests will be taken at this time we'll be releasing additional information in the coming days several see-through noise reduction panels have been taken down along a section of route 201 flyover in Johnson City the noise barriers were removed by crews last week over Boland Drive. According to the State Department of Transportation, loose concrete was observed during a routine inspection of the busy link between Vestal and Johnson City. At this point, it's not clear whether the spalling of the concrete bridge siding that's occurred will lead to significant repair work. A DOT statement indicates the agency is assessing the Route 201 bridge over the Susquehanna River and it was closed while the noise barriers were taken down over a period of about three days. The panels were installed in December 2005 as the flyover project was being created. A woman who lives just east of the site told WMBF News on Thursday that she hadn't noticed any significant difference since the noise barriers were removed. She said the noise from the vehicles using Route 201 doesn't seem to disrupt my sleep. It was the winter of 2010 and excitement buzzed all around Binghamton as a film crew rolled into town and rumors began to swirl that perhaps a music video was being filmed in Broome County and for a major name artist. Broome County residents didn't have to wait long for the answers they were looking for. A music video was in fact being filmed in Broome County for none other than megastar Taylor Swift and for her song Back to December. While Swift herself wasn't in town for any part of the filming, residents waited in anticipation for the music video to be released so they could look for local landmarks and perhaps catch a glimpse of someone they knew in the background. When the video was released, we spotted outdoor footage of MacArthur Park, a field on Underwood and Castleman in Vestal, Juneberry Bridge, a house on the corner of Juneberry by the bridge, a field by the park on Juneberry next to the creek, and of course, the Castle House that sits on Route 26 in Vestal near Foster and Main. Now a piece of that music video is being torn and a new business is moving in. The Castle House, featured in Back to December, is located on Route 26 in Vestal and a local couple says they'll be tearing it down. Funky Bees plans to open a hot dog and ice cream shop at the property by late spring. However, the castle house has got to come down. According to Funky Bees, there is simply no way to save the structure. Structural engineers and inspectors both agree that the foundation is unsafe, the beams are rotting, and the building is beyond repair. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force, comprised of detectives and officers from the Broome County Sheriff's Office, Binghamton Police Department, Johnson City Police Department, and Endicott Police Department, announced two major cases overnight in the village of Endicott and in the town of Shenango, recovering tens of thousands of dollars in narcotics and illegal weapons. On Wednesday, February 1st, the task force executed a search at 127 Washington Avenue, apartment 2 in the village of Endicott, seizing a variety of evidence, including fentanyl and firearms. On Thursday morning, February 2nd, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on a vehicle on Interstate 81 northbound at Exit 7 in the town of Shenango. The task force was assisted by the Broome County Sheriff's Office patrol units, the U.S. Office of Homeland Security Investigations, and U.S. Customs and Border Protection Air and Marine Operations. During the stop, a narcotic dog was utilized and alerted to the presence of Narcotics emanating from the vehicle. All arrested individuals were transported to the Central Arraignment Park Court at the Broom County Correctional Facility to await arraignment. Broom County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated, These two cases are the result of the hard work and dedication put in by our local men and women of law enforcement every day, paying off in a big way. Nearly $50,000 of fentanyl off the streets means countless overdoses prevented and lives saved. If you do the math, our team recovered roughly 570,600 fatal doses of fentanyl. A published report says federal authorities are investigating whether embattled New York Representative George Santos raised $3,000 for life-saving surgery for a disabled veteran's dog and then kept the money for himself. Politico reported that two FBI agents contacted U.S. Navy veteran Richard Ostoff on Wednesday on behalf of the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of New York. The local news site Patch reported last month that Santos set up a GoFundMe account to treat Ostoff's dog but refused to turn over the funds. A spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office said he could not comment. A message-seeking comment was left with Santos' attorney. A newly released audio recording offers a behind-the-scenes look at how former President Donald Trump's campaign team in a pivotal battleground state knew that they had been outflanked by Democrats in the 2020 presidential election. But even as they acknowledged defeat, they pivoted to allegations of widespread fraud that were ultimately debunked repeatedly by election officials and the courts. The audio from November 5th, 2020, two days after the election, is surfacing as Trump again seeks the White House while continuing to lie about the legitimacy of the outcome and Democrat Joe Biden's win. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers, patchy blowing snow afternoon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 9 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 15. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 40% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low near 2 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 20. Blustery with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20, wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42, Sunday night cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF wmbf.com and 92.1 fm
3: this is news radio 1290 am wnbf binghamton now on 92.1 fm w221 ej binghamton a town square media station
10: first
16: this is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building now a stylish glass coffee table an electric guitar these are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit EnergySavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on, or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council.
14: News Radio
2: 1290 WMBF 8.13 on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. And if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton only getting colder today. Right now about 5 degrees and some light snow. A windchill has it at negative 14. And a wind chill warning in effect until tomorrow. Today snow showers likely mainly before 10 a.m. Patchy blowing snow afternoon. Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 15. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tonight chance of snow showers mainly before 1 AM. Patchy blowing snow before midnight. Mostly cloudy with a low near negative two degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 20. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high near 20. Wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. It's 8:14. you're listening to WMBF.
5: Jackson, he- in 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually
12: just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent.
5: Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you? non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits section 8 vouchers or child support to pay for housing if you suspect discrimination call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the new york state office of the attorney general or visit endincomebiasny.com i am at
12: this point proud to say that i am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and i are very happily living 8.17
2: on WMBF, time for a sports update. RJ Barrett rebounded from a late-game benching with 30 points, Isaiah Hartenstein made big plays on both ends of the floor in the final minute, and the New York Knicks beat the Miami Heat 106-104. New York pulled out the victory after Eric Spolstra correctly challenged a call that turned a Heat foul into a Knicks turnover, but Tyler Harrow's potential winning three-point attempt bounced off the rim. Julius Randle added 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists for the Knicks, who pulled within a game of Miami for 6th place in the Eastern Conference. The final guaranteed playoff spot, Bam Adebayo finished with 32 points and 9 rebounds for the Heat. The NBA has further adjusted the schedule of nationally televised games with LeBron James closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the league's scoring record. James is on pace to break the record Tuesday at home against Oklahoma City. That game will now be shown on TNT a change that forced a reworking of the night's entire schedule on the network. TNT was supposed to show Atlanta at New Orleans, followed by Minnesota at Denver. Instead, it'll show Phoenix at Brooklyn first, followed by the Thunder Lakers game. Philadelphia's Joel Embiid, Oklahoma City's Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Portland's Damian Lillard had to have known they were going to the All-Star game. Players averaging more than 30 points per game typically don't have to worry about not hearing their name called. Other players like Miami's Bam Adebayo, Indiana's Tyrese Halliburton, and Utah's Lori Markkinen had reasons for concern. NBA coaches made them very happy and apparently made a few other guys very unhappy. So the rosters announced for the All-Star game. Courtney Vandersloot became the latest star to join the New York Liberty. Vandersloot had played her entire 12-year career with the Chicago Sky. She announced Thursday on social media that she would play with the Liberty this season, a day after Brianna Stewart said she'd play in New York. The moves give New York a potent lineup with Stewart, Vandersloot, Sabrina Ionescu, Betanage Laney, and John Quell Jones, making the Liberty an instant championship contender. Really nice to see a trophy come to New York. It's been a while since we've had one of those. Some other sports news in the football world. Tom Brady's future figures to be busy. The seven-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback's retirement announcement ended speculation about if and where Brady might want to play next season opening the door for numerous off-the-field endeavors that could occupy his time. The 45-year-old future Hall of Famer, who said Wednesday that he's retiring for good, already has numerous commercial endorsements and an extensive business portfolio that includes the TB12 Health and Fitness Company. Whatever Brady chooses to do, one thing is certain, he has no shortage of career options after hanging up his football cleats. I just hope one of those options isn't broadcasting. Not everybody can do it and Tom Brady doesn't strike me as the guy who would be a lot of fun in the booth. And Cincinnati Bengals running back Joe Mixon has been charged in a warrant with pointing a gun at a woman and threatening her. Mixon faces a misdemeanor charge of aggravated menacing, according to documents filed Thursday in Hamilton County Municipal Court and obtained by the Associated Press. No attorney is listed for him in court records, according to the warrant. Mixon pointed the gun at the woman and told her, you should be popped in the face, I should shoot you, the police can't get me. The incident occurred on January 21st, the day before the Bengals beat the Buffalo Bills in a divisional round playoff game. It's 8-21 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim
1: Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Tax stocks drove the NASDAQ composite to a nearly five-month high Thursday, a 3.3% gain. The S&P 500 was up 1.5% on its third day of advances. The Dow Jones slipped 39 points, but was still above 34,000 at the close. Jobless claims fell for a third straight week, declining by 3,000 to their lowest level since April. Analysts say the job market remains strong, even as the Federal Reserve hikes interest rates in a bid to cool inflation. Later today, meanwhile, we'll get the full jobs report for January. Economists expect slightly slower, but still strong job growth for the last month. What's unclear is the impact of corporate layoff announcements. Ford Motor Company had a disappointing end to 2022 despite strong sales of electric vehicles. Earnings before interest and taxes were $2.6 billion, missing Wall Street expectations for $3.45 billion. The company is promising more cost cutting measures this year. Jim Ryan, ABC News. I believe some kids
8: never smile, they're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org.
2: 824 on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
11: A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
6: On January 1st, sesame officially became the ninth major food allergen here in the United States. It joins milk, eggs, fish, crustacean shellfish, tree nuts, peanuts, wheat, and soybeans any food containing sesame is now subject to certain manufacturing and labeling requirements set by the FDA. It's a pretty big deal, because sesame is in dozens and dozens of ingredients, but it wasn't always listed by name. That's according to the nonprofit Food Allergy Research and Education. If sesame was listed at all, they said it was just included as a natural spice or flavor. For the estimated 1.5 million Americans who have a sesame allergy, it's going to be a lot easier to know what foods to steer clear of. Sesame allergies, one immunologist told us, can appear as coughing, itchy throat, vomiting, diarrhea, shortness of breath, and wheezing. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life.
0: now drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again this protection plan is at an all-time low additionally drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance free towing and car rental options at no additional cost call us for your free quick quote today 800-903-9880 that's 800-903-9880 what do you have to lose call 800-903-9880 again 800-903-9880
2: 8.28 on WMBF, time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. And if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton, it's freezing cold this morning. Five degrees outside, some light snow in the area. Windchill has it at negative 14 degrees and a wind chill warning in effect until tomorrow. Today, snow showers likely mainly before 10 a.m. Patchy blowing snow afternoon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 15, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 20, blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20, wind chill as low as negative 17, Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19 degrees. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF.
7: 8.31
2: on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update.
3: DC Entertainment News:
13: Three very different movies opening wide at the box office this weekend. Knock at the Cabin comes from M. Night Shyamalan, a thriller about a family taken hostage and forced to make a terrible choice.
0: If you fail to choose, the world will
13: end. Eighty for Brady stars Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, Sally Field, and Lily Tomlin as a bunch of football-loving friends road tripping to the Super Bowl.
10: The Super Bowl is no place for four old women.
13: And The Amazing Maurice is an animated cat tale featuring the voices of Amelia Clark, Hugh Laurie, and more. Sunday, it's the Grammys. Beyonce goes into music's biggest night with nine nominations. If she wins four, she'll set the record for the most Grammy wins of all time. She's already Grammy's most awarded woman. That's Sunday night on CBS. Speaking of Beyonce, her just-announced world tour already so popular, she's adding dates. Seven more shows in North America. Verified fan registration for pre-sale tickets closes today. Follow me. And Willow star Warwick Davis is 53 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News,
14: Hollywood.
5: I can't believe we have to make this commercial.
14: It's ridiculous.
5: You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this.
14: This
3: commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic
14: events.
5: Ridiculous, right?
3: It gets worse. Studies show more
14: than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior.
5: So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York, in almost all sports.
14: No officials means no more games.
5: Is that what you want for us?
14: Come on, parents.
5: It's time to grow up.
14: Cheer for your team.
5: Be proud of your children.
14: But stop
4: being so ridiculous.
5: And don't make us run another commercial.
4: Because we will. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship.
1: Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF.
2: Good morning on this Friday, February 3rd. You're listening to WMBF. Johnson City Police say more than a dozen people are expected to face charges following a protest outside the Wegmans' store on Harriel Drive. The demonstration was held in response to the killing of Tyree Nichols in Memphis and the violent arrest of a Binghamton man. According to a Johnson City Police Department news release, about 50 people participated in the protest on Wegmans' property. The release indicated Wegmans had called Village Police for help because they did not want the event to take place on their property. The Police Department reported protesters ignored directives by store employees to leave the site. According to the news release, officers advised participants and reporters to leave and anyone not in compliance was guilty of trespass. These are the people who were arrested, according to the Johnson City Police Department. Angela Kennedy Richardson of Binghamton, Nicole Baisley of Endicott, Courtney Hollenbeck of Maine, New York, Sarah Faber of Binghamton, John Cook of Endicott, Masai Andrews of Endicott, Chanel Boyce of Binghamton, Therese Weathers of Binghamton, Robert Wilson of Binghamton, Matthew Ryan of Binghamton, Samuel Whalen of Binghamton, Marissa Robinson of Binghamton, Kareen. Visvari of Binghamton and Grace Weidercrantz of Binghamton. Ryan is a former mayor of Binghamton. Police said a 17-year-old boy also was arrested. His name was not released. According to the news release, more charging information will be released as the incident is sorted out. Police added no follow-up questions or interview requests will be taken at this time. We will be releasing additional information in the coming days. Several see-through noise reduction panels have been taken down along a section of Route 201 flyover in Johnson City. The noise barriers were removed by crews last week over Boland Drive. According to the State Department of Transportation, loose concrete was observed during a routine inspection of the busy link between Vestal and Johnson City. At this point, it's not clear whether the spalling of the concrete bridge siding that's occurred will lead to significant repair work. A DOT statement indicates the agency is assessing the Route 201 bridge over the Susquehanna River and it was closed while the noise barriers were taken down over a period of about three days. The panels were installed in December 2005 as the flyover project was being created. A woman who lives just east of the site told WMBF News on Thursday that she hadn't noticed any significant difference since the noise barriers were removed. She said the noise from the vehicles using Route 201 doesn't seem to disrupt my sleep. It was the winter of 2010 and excitement buzzed all around Binghamton as a film crew rolled into town and rumors began to swirl that perhaps a music video was being filmed in Broome County and for a major name artist. Broome County residents didn't have to wait long for the answers they were looking for. A music video was in fact being filmed in Broome County for none other than megastar Taylor Swift and for her song Back to December. While Swift herself wasn't in town for any part of the filming, residents waited in anticipation for the music video to be released so they could look for local landmarks and perhaps catch a glimpse of someone they knew in the background. When the video was released, we spotted outdoor footage of MacArthur Park, a field on Underwood and Castleman and Vessel, Juneberry Bridge, a house on the corner of Juneberry by the bridge, a field by the park on Juneberry next to the creek, and of course the Castle House that sits on Route 26 in Vestal near Foster and Maine. Now a piece of that music video is being torn, and a new business is moving in. The Castle House, featured in Back to December, is located on Route 26 in Vestal, and a local couple says they'll be tearing it down Funky Bees plans to open a hot dog and ice cream shop at the property by late spring. However, the castle house has got to come down. According to Funky Bees, there is simply no way to save the structure. Structural engineers and inspectors both agree that the foundation is unsafe, the beams are rotting, and the building is beyond repair. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force, comprised of detectives and officers from the Broome County Sheriff's Office, Binghamton Police Department, Johnson City Police Department, and Endicott Police Department, announced two major cases overnight in the village of Endicott and in the town of Shenango, recovering tens of thousands of dollars in narcotics and illegal weapons. On Wednesday, February 1st, the task force executed a search at 127 Washington Avenue, apartment two in the village of Endicott, seizing a variety of evidence, including fentanyl and firearms. On Thursday morning, February 2nd, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on a vehicle on Interstate 81 northbound at Exit 7 in the town of Shenango. The task force was assisted by the Broome County Sheriff's Office patrol units, the U.S. Office of Homeland Security Investigations, and U.S. Customs and Border Protection Air and Marine Operations. During the stop, a narcotic dog was utilized and alerted to the presence of narcotics emanating from the vehicle. All arrested individuals were transported to the Central Arraignment Park Court at the Broom County Correctional Facility to await arraignment. Broom County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated, These two cases are the result of the hard work and dedication put in by our local men and women of law enforcement every day paying off in a big way. Nearly $50,000 of fentanyl off the streets means countless overdoses prevented and lives saved. If you do the math, our team recovered roughly 570,600 fatal doses of fentanyl. A published report says federal authorities are investigating whether embattled New York Representative George Santos raised $3,000 for life-saving surgery for a disabled veteran's dog and then kept the money for himself. Politico reported that two FBI agents contacted U.S. Navy veteran Richard Ostoff on Wednesday on behalf of the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of New York. The local news site Patch reported last month that Santos set up a GoFundMe account to treat Ostoff's dog but refused to turn over the funds. A spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office said he could not comment. A message-seeking comment was left with Santos's attorney. A newly released audio recording offers a behind-the-scenes look at how former President Donald Trump's campaign team in a pivotal battleground state knew that they had been outflanked by Democrats in the 2020 presidential election. But even as they acknowledged defeat, they pivoted to allegations of widespread fraud that were ultimately debunked repeatedly by election officials and the courts. The audio from November 5th, 2020, two days after the election, is surfacing as Trump again seeks the White House while continuing to lie about the legitimacy of the outcome and Democrat Joe Biden's win. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers, patchy blowing snow afternoon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 9 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 15, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 40% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low near 2 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 20. Blustery with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20, wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42, Sunday night cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF wmbf.com and 92.1 fm
12: work school grocery shopping doctor's appointments the gym to the airport to pick up loved ones to the kids soccer games piano lessons out for movie night to hear your favorite band in the city over to grandma and grandpa's house and on last year's amazing road trip Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TEL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB. Or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau.
15: You're good.
10: 843
2: on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now the big news today in the Binghamton area the like continuation of coverage of the uh, protest at the Johnson City Wegmans. Yesterday, Bob Joseph, of our very own WMBF, learned that more than a dozen people are expected to face charges following a protest outside the Wegman store on Harriel Drive in response to the killing of Tyree Nichols in Memphis and the violent arrest of a Binghamton man, Hamel Waddle. Among those expected to face charges, former Mayor Matt Ryan, a friend of the program, long time caller, very often caller, I love to hear from Matt Ryan, love to hear from all the usuals. It was fun when I was hosting Bob's show this week to talk to all the people that I haven't gotten to talk to in a while. It was a good time. So I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of commentary on what happened at the Wegmans. I'm sure there was yesterday. I only got a chance to listen to the show yesterday for about about an hour. But today, I'm gonna try to make plans to listen to all three hours. It's gonna be a lively conversation. I'm excited for it. Probably about 20, 25 minutes or so, Bob Joseph's going to start taking calls on Binghamton Now, your live and local talk show, where you'll get a chance to give your thoughts on this situation, Wegmans, or whatever else you want to talk about. There's a lot of news out there today. A little bit of a crazy news day, especially on the national level, with that Chinese spy balloon, alleged Chinese spy balloon. It's suspected. They don't know for sure. Eight forty-five. You're listening to WMBF.
16: For nearly. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked, endless worrying about college, cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity.
0: There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their head? We play. <laughs> Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all high school sports are fun,
3: not just fun. They're a lot of
14: fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or
5: activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more, and they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future.
4: This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. News Radio
14: 1290 WMBF
2: 848 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. And if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 5 degrees, some light snow in the area. Windchill has a negative 14. It's brick outside, as people from my native land would say. Back in the New York City area, we say it's brick when it's 5 degrees outside. Not that it ever gets to be 5 degrees in New York City. Today snow showers likely mainly before 10 a.m. Patchy blowing snow afternoon. Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees and wind chill as low as negative 15. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tonight chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy blowing snow before midnight. Mostly cloudy with a low near negative two degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 20. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 20. Wind chill as low as negative 17. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 19. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Sunday night, cloudy, a low near 32 degrees. It's 849. You're listening to WMBF.
12: Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward,
16: but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The-
5: Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, effective
2: 852 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando.
11: First Sims game was released 23 years ago. A harmless and fun game for kids 12 and older. Fun and harmless, that is, until now. Welcome to Woke Sims. Here's what parents need to know. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash kim. Maxis, the makers of Sims 4, calls it the ultimate life simulation game. But parents need to know the game's latest version introduces non-binary players. That is, they-them pronouns and Sims with top scars that come as the result of breast removal surgery. Of course, 12-year-old girls don't have a medical need for breast removal, so clearly the game is promoting transgender surgeries. And yes, I know transgender is a hot-button issue. But I also believe most parents may not be aware of this change in the game, And they need to be fully aware of what their kids will be exposed to when they're allowed to play the game sims 4 so now you know for more tech news that matters get my longer daily podcast it's called kim commando today using the internet without expressvpn is like leaving your laptop on the coffee shop table while you run to the bathroom most of the time you're probably fine but what if one day you come out of the bathroom and your laptop's gone that's why i use expressvpn and you should too Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, a hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. It just takes a little technical knowledge and some cheap hardware. A smart 12-year-old could do it. ExpressVPN creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet, so your online activity can't be seen by anyone. It works on phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi is protected. All you have to do is just fire up the ExpressVPN app and click one button. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Kim. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash Kim to get three extra months free. That's EXPRESSVPN.com slash Kim. Finding E. In 50
12: feet, turn left. Why are you driving so
11: slowly?
16: After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well,
11: you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles.
17: Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The-
2: on WMBF. Time for a sports update. RJ Barrett rebounded from a late-game benching with 30 points. Isaiah Hartenstein made big plays on both ends of the floor in the final minute. And the New York Knicks beat the Miami Heat 106-104. New York pulled out the victory after Eric Spolstra correctly challenged a call that turned a Heat foul into a Knicks turnover. But Tyler Harrow's potential winning three-point attempt bounced off the rim. Julius Randle added 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists for the Knicks, who pulled within a game of Miami for 6th place in the Eastern Conference, the final guaranteed playoff spot. Bam Adebayo finished with 32 points and 9 rebounds for the Heat. The NBA has further adjusted the schedule of nationally televised games, with LeBron James closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the league scoring record. James is on pace to break the record Tuesday at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder. That game will now be shown on TNT a change that forced a reworking of that night's entire schedule on the network. TNT was supposed to show Atlanta at New Orleans, followed by Minnesota at Denver. Instead, it'll show Phoenix at Brooklyn first, followed by the Thunder Lakers game. Philadelphia's Joel Embiid, Oklahoma City's Shea Gilge's Alexander, and Portland's Damian Lillard had to have known they were going to the All-Star game. Players averaging more than 30 points per game typically don't have to worry about not hearing their name called. Other players like Miami's Bam Adebayo, Indiana's Tyrese Halliburton, and Utah's Lori Markinon had reasons for concern. NBA coaches made them very happy, and probably made a few other guys very unhappy. Some WNBA news, Courtney Vandersloot became the latest star to join the New York Liberty. Vandersloot had played her entire 12-year career with the Chicago Sky. She announced Thursday on social media that she would play with the Liberty this season, a day after Brianna Stewart said she'd play in New York. The moves give New York a potent lineup with Stewart Vandersloot, Sabrina Ionescu, Betnaja Laney and John Quell Jones, making the Liberty an instant championship contender. Potentially with the best chance to win a championship of all New York sports teams this year. It's certainly not going to be the Knicks. The Nets? Maybe. But they're not exactly the best team even in the Eastern Conference. Maybe with Kevin Durant, who knows? Yankees and Mets just too random in baseball. You can't bet on the Yankees and the Mets to win the World Series. Takes a lot of luck to get there, so who knows? Maybe the next parade in New York City, downtown Manhattan, the New York Liberty. Some other sports news. Cincinnati Bengals running back Joe Mixon has been charged in a warrant with pointing a gun at a woman and threatening her. Mixon faces a misdemeanor charge of aggravated menacing, according to documents filed Thursday in Hamilton County Municipal Court and obtained by the Associated Press. No attorney is listed for him in court records. According to the warrant, Mixon pointed the gun at the woman and told her, You should be popped in the face. I should shoot you. The police can't get me. The incident occurred on January 21st, the day before the Bengals beat the Buffalo Bills in a divisional round playoff game. It's 8.58. You're listening to WMBF.
3: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station.
14: News Radio
2: 1290, WNBF. Closing out the final hour of the week of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Coming up next, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program. Should be a lively program today. It's Friday. Everybody's already amped up for the weekends and the big protest at the Wegmans in Johnson City. I'm sure it's going to be a wild day of phone calls today. ABC News next.